Okay. Well, <coughs> oh, now we're recording. Okay. Hey, everybody. We have a special guest today. Welcome to Drunk Politics with Krista and Chloe for about 20 minutes, then I gotta go. Um, but we have the wonderful Lindsey Graham with us, aka, what are we, Patriot Barbie, all the things. Introduce yourself and um, tell us where to find you, and then we're gonna learn more about her. You guys should be pretty excited. Okay, That's my great. name is Lindsey Graham. I am now known as the Patriot Barbie, thanks to cancel culture, who tried to insult me by calling me that, and I took it. Thank you very much. Um, I am one of the first Americans to open my business against the lockdown back in May of 2020, one year ago. And uh, I opened about six weeks in. Uh, what followed was a national story where my governor personally came after me with every state agency that she could. She came after my kids. She threatened my livelihood. Uh, we basically got ran out of the state by cancel culture. Um, and oh, so what state was this is in Oregon. Yeah. Shocking, right? So we fled the state to uh, beautiful Arizona and uh, God's kind of turning our life around. And uh, I'm becoming a very, very loud voice for the Republican Party. I'm getting very involved down here. And um, a few people have hinted at running for state representative. So I'm starting Ooh. to Awesome. So I'm getting very connected and I'm, I'm now I'm canceled. So I can say whatever I want and trust me, it's offensive. Oh, <laughs> and you're in the right place. Krista, I'm sure you're going to be real offended. <laughs> yes. I can't, I can't wait. Can't wait. I love yeah. people. <laughs> um, okay. So um, we were, we wanted to talk to you about something that no, normally people don't talk about, but what it feels like kind of to be canceled. It's, uh, it's rough. It's actually, I, I did a whole live video about this on my Facebook, which is like massively shadow banned now. Nobody yeah. sees my videos, but I did a video on this because the night that I closed my salon, I just felt like everybody knew parts of my story and they knew the really dramatic parts of my story and they knew some of the good stuff, but they didn't know really deeply, like how much technically I've suffered because of what I did. Yeah. Um, and the cancel culture is not like people leave you reviews and they're mean. It's, it's way more intense than that. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. And I go into massive detail with this in my new book that I'm writing. Um, I would wake up one day and this was the day after. So the cancel culture got me a little bit when I opened and they called me a murderer and, um, started saying that their sister came and got the hair to by me and she died. And I'm like, that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> you make stuff up and it's fact. Yeah. Yeah. Liberals. But the cancel culture really got me because when the riots started in Portland, Salem, Eugene, my salon got specifically targeted because of what I stand for. And there were multiple uh, real threats on social media saying people are going to come kick my ass. They're going to burn down my salon. They were going to target me. And so I used my platform to call Patriots to my salon to protect it and that armed or unarmed, whatever. And about 300 Patriots showed up, men and women downtown and guarded my salon, as well as the rest of the business owners in downtown Salem. And in whole, I would say there was like 500 people downtown saying, you're not going to just, we've been closed for months. You're not going to also burn our businesses down. Like we won't stand for it. That right. doesn't, it doesn't matter what you're writing for. Yeah. We're, protecting ourselves trying to survive um yeah and so because whoever wanted came downtown included 
you know, including groups that were recognized as far right wing militia, which is just insane. Um, <laughs> I became the salon owner that hired white supremacists to protect my salon. So therefore I'm a white supremacist. Well, that and really yeah, I mean, it went from like A to Z and then just yeah. skipped everything in the middle, like all the fundraisers I've done for black orphans. <laughs> in Haiti. So yeah, yeah. So my, my real, my real life and my real character, my real actions mean nothing. The fact that, you know, you judged who came to my salon makes me a white supremacist. Yeah. Uh, very tolerant. Let me tell you. So for the next, we'll say like four days, I would wake up and I, I had six businesses, um, which all have an Instagram, um, a Facebook, um, a phone, an email, right? A website. For all six businesses, I would get hateful, nasty death threats on every single one's Facebook, on every single one's Instagram, on every single one's email. They would call every business. And if they found a number, they would text that number. Um, so like that times six businesses times five days. And um, they would go on Google and leave us one-star reviews. They'd go on Yelp and leave us one-star reviews. Wait, I had a crazy lunatic. Like, who the fuck has time to do that? That's just what I'm saying. And then they're telling their friends to do it. And it's why like, do you care so much? Yeah. Like yeah. these 15 steps, because every day you're going to have to bombard her with these 15 things that are going to take you three hours. Like who has time to do that? You guys, there was a guy that called my salon and the first thing he did was like, I don't know, start yelling cuss words at me. And I just kind of was like, <laughs> whatever. I hung up on him, but then he called back and then I hung up on him and he kept calling to the point where I would actually like pick up the phone and lay it down. And I'm like, pretending I didn't know I answered. And I'm like, this guy is such a loser. And I was talking about how small his wiener must be. And like, what, how he must be on unemployment. He has all this time. And you could tell he would get so mad that I wasn't talking to him and, or listening to him yell at me. He would hang up so that he could call back. He did this and I just kept answering it and putting it down so that he could just waste his time. And with that much time wasted, you're not going to believe this. He called about 30 times, 30 times, 30, 30. Again. Who oh, the fuck why? For this? Like, was so he a just, from Salem? Was he a local dude? Did you? Yeah. They, they always block their number, of course, always, because they can't oh possibly say what they need to say with any guts oh with their God. real name, right? Yeah. Well, with you like, up knew. on Fox News and stuff, and like getting the momentum that you were, I'm sure that he could have probably been from anywhere now. That he, I think yeah, about that's it. so true. They they could be from anywhere. But what's weird but is like they were trying to kill people. What's that? We're trying to kill people. Well, right? yeah. which is so weird because I never did. It's I never did. So I mean, so stupid. If you're gonna call me something, call me something legit, like yeah. fake or whatever. Because I'm wearing lashes and have yeah. extensions. Like, call me fake, whatever. But yeah. you can't call me a murderer. I'm not a murderer, and I can't call me a racist. I'm not a racist. I'm totally fine with being insulted by a, a, a name that you're calling me that's true. I'm like, oh, how dare you say that I have? Well, a I guess. I felt a little bit heavy on that, but it's okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, it was, um, it's laughable now because now I don't give a f crap about right. what they say because I know that they're going to say whatever they want anyway, whether it's true or not. But yeah. in my heart, I had never experienced this. And I felt like, oh my gosh, anyone that's ever known me thinks I'm a racist now. Yeah. This is, they, they do. I actually had to like talk to my daycare lady whose husband is black 
and they, they work, they both work the daycare, but I went into her bawling and I was like, I don't know if you've read like the internet or, you know, if you've heard this or like, this is out there right now. It's like a big part of my story, but I'm not a racist. And I'm like crying. And she's like, I didn't think you were, I mean, you bring your kids here, (laughs) but it's like, I had to think, oh my gosh, does everyone black that I've ever known really think I'm a racist? And it's not true. The cancel culture gets you to believe that they've made this such an issue that it's really part of who you are, but it's really not because people who know you are like, oh, here we go again with the cancel culture. Oh, she's a racist because she's a Trump supporter. Like they know better. (laughs) When it, when you get canceled the first time, it's devastating. It's terrifying. It's depressing. It's, there are no words for it. Mm -hmm. And then after you learn, oh, this is their game. You're like, I'm not offended anymore. Move on. And they did. So they did. Like, as soon as I stopped apologizing Mm -hmm. and realized that they wanted to hang me no matter what. Yeah. They moved on. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. What you got there? Was it? Oh, Oh, just a just, What's in the cup, Krista? Just coffee today. I <laughs> know. <laughs> sorry, everybody. It's just water. I'm not going to be as fun. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So what do you have to say to people who say that doxing isn't real? Oh, doxing is very real. It's, how can you even say that? How do you know what people do and don't do? How could it not be real? Santa? Not real. <laughs> That's like, you know. Yeah. But you can't say... That bottle right there, Krista, that's on my counter, it's it's not blue. How do you know? You right. don't know. You don't know. You don't know what everyone else is yeah, doing. No, Doxing don't. is so real. I know people personally that have had it done. Mm-hmm. I have had it done to me. Um, the person that threatened to burn down my salon publicly on social media, she got um, basically attacked because she publicly threatened to burn my salon down. And who does that? Why? Like, who? I've had the hardest time with all of this shit, even the BLM and all the things like who acts like this, right? I don't understand. Like nobody's perfect. Everybody's got a quirk or like we've all had some fucked up past or something's happened, but like, this is not, what? It's not mentally stable. When everyone says liberalism is a mental disease, they're not joking. I mean, that's offensive, right? But it's, it's true. The idea that like, I opened my business. No one forced you to come to it. No one forced anyone in your family to come to it. I'm not affecting you, but you would like to burn my business down. You would like to ruin my life. That's so weird. Well, I didn't say husband. Like I didn't do anything to you personally. Do anything. Why are you so angry? I just, that's been my constant question. I mean, if you've listened to our episodes in the past, I always, at least one point during the podcast, I my face gets really perplexed and I'm like, why are you, why are, why, what? Why are you so angry? Go to therapy. All the time. They're angry all Go the time. Journal. Everything, you can't everything makes them angry because they've created that lifestyle for themselves where they're expecting handouts from the government, handouts from everyone that's wealthier than them, handouts from everyone that's worked harder than them. When you're counting on everybody else to take care of you and provide for you, you're also counting on them to make you happy. And if they don't act the way that you want them to act, then guess what? They're not complying with your agenda of being like they're everything you know right I don't know I'll never understand I'll never understand that I just cannot understand that mentality at all that entitlement that what's burned businesses down especially when you see on the news that like BLM is burning down businesses of 
black owners. Right. You'll say outside, like, you're welcome here and Black Lives Matter and the place is torched. Yeah. Why are you so angry? I think I don't understand that. I never will understand it. Or how you can, how they can, um, you know, just absolutely berate black police officers and tell them to kill themselves. Right. Oh, that looks their life doesn't matter no i'm confused no blm doesn't they don't know what their agenda is anymore i have no idea no neither does Antifa or whatever actually if the blm founders really sat back and saw what liberal white women (laughs) liberal white people are doing to blm they would actually like dissipate their organization yeah say these people aren't representing us yeah, they're but actually hurting black people. Mansions? No, yeah. no, they don't have yeah. time for that. They're shopping. I know they that's so true. Have time for that shit. They're like Marxists. Right. They want to be never about that. It's never about the people. Yeah, not but enough people, people seem to realize that either. Yeah, it's just about control. that. Would, that would be the one way that they could prove that they actually were about black lives. If they said, "We're defunding ourselves. We're we're, we're disassociating with the organization. We're we're demolishing it because." it's not doing for black people what it's supposed to. And so we're going to start fresh. Yeah. So right there, the fact that they're not, they're not even concerned with what their organization is doing to actual black business owners and black women and black babies, that just shows that their intentions are not real. Yeah. They're not real at all. It's almost like a flip, a switch was flipped and somebody was like, all right, ready, go time. And everybody got crazy. Yeah. Yes. Like it's been, a little, little bit accumulating, but all yeah. of a sudden this year. Yeah. Well, like, boom. All right. Activated. Go. Army, go. Well, <laughs> you know what activated them? I mean, this is obvious. What activated them was that for the last six months to now a year, they've been isolated, scared, mm-hmm. deprived of oxygen because they're masking up. They're drinking. They're doing drugs. Yeah. They're like actual crazy people like that of course that's going to create a you can't work out you can't eat healthy you can't be healthy all you can do is be this scared lonely person who can't socialize can't go to parties can't like you're not a normal person anymore and so for people like me who are like well screw you i'm doing it anyway i remained normal like you guys we remained normal yeah people that were already on the verge of crazy just went crazier they just hoisted themselves right off the old cliff yeah, with their bottle. Yep. Weed in one hand. <gasps> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. A bottle in one hand and a match in another. Yeah. Like, does it make that you feel more like a good person to be mean? <laughs> they must. I don't know. I don't think they're interested in being a good person. I think they're interested in feeling like they're above us. Yeah. Because we're obviously racist. But obviously. they're obviously but fighting for the oppressed. Yeah. And so they put themselves up on this pedestal above us, which is really weird. Cause I'm like, we go to work, we raise kids that are good, we believe in God, we we are actually good people, we don't yeah. burn other people's but you're better than me. Yeah, okay. no. I think that there's a really big like brainwashed sense of inclusivity with these people too. Like they're a part of something. There's a very like culty aspect to it, which people can obviously flip and be like, all you like MAGA people and all you Trump supporters, you're all crazy. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. Yeah. And I'm sure that they are could say like the exact same thing, just swap whatever. I, I just think that for them they've they're there has to be, some, there's something culty. There's just right. something culty. The inclusivity, the lack of seeing outside of anything else. Like, 
I don't know, but it's scary. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like when you meet a, a, like another woman that has nothing to talk about unless you're gossiping. Oh and my then, God. Like, okay, no idea what my life is. You're talking about other people. <laughs> it's like, that's, her, that's her thing, you know? Yep. Yeah. that's Antifa. Like if you want to call MAGA people a cult, whatever. Sure. We are we're kind of cultish. We just like get together and we love each other and we all want to be friends with each other, yeah. but at least we stand for something. What are we doing with our cult? Nothing. We're flying American flags. Ooh. Right. Trying to protect businesses. I don't yeah. like go online just to troll people and like tell them bad things about themselves. Yeah. Who? Right. I, I'm a stranger to most of these people. Yeah. And they're on my YouTube saying, I hope you die from COVID. I hope your kids get COVID. I hope you die. I oh, mean, who like, says that? Who said like that? Die. They love to make fun of my lips too. Have you guys, <laughs> have you guys read comments? Yeah. I mean, it's like insane. I learned at the very first press conference, yeah. like this is a thing. I mean, yeah. this you is like, that's the all you have to say. You're going to bash my lips. Yeah. Look. I, the first press conference, I didn't know not to read the comments. I was like, I'm doing something right. Like people are going to back me up. And it was like, no. oh, she's no. going to spend GoFundMe money on lip injections. And I was like, wait, what? And then one and person says it. And then it's like, it's yeah. all it takes. Yeah. Just one person says it. And then they think it's like true. Right. So then it becomes, you know, snowball effect. Yeah. She it's, spends all of her money on lip injections. All of them. They're so all huge. Can you guys even see me past my lips? Hello? Yeah. No, nobody's there. No, no, it's, do you have eyeballs or? <laughs> They're back behind my lips. <laughs> I got to so... get them touched up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that was like part of the cancel culture I didn't expect is they would, they'll actually find, I'm trying to think what they would even find about you, Krista. You're gorgeous. And Chloe, uh, besides your hair extensions falling out, I Nobody needs to say anything. right now. See, so yeah, I have extensions. I try now, whatever. Fuck it. But they, the cancel culture is hilarious. Like they can't, they can't dispute what I'm saying. They can't dispute what I'm standing for. They can't dispute my intelligence or the way I speak or present myself. They are like lips. That's the yeah. only thing we're going to insult her for. And what's weird is that they keep, they're still going to this day. I'll get random Instagram messages that are like, girl, did your lips get COVID? And I'm like, what does that mean? First of all. Okay. Second of all, <laughs> seriously, are we still talking about my lips? Like, I'm not the only American woman in the world to get lip injections. Like, I know that I'm not. Of course not. So weird. I think I got after somebody in the comment section on like an article that the Statesman Journal wrote about you. And I don't know, for everybody that ends up listening to this that doesn't know anything about Salem Morgan, Salem Morgan. Woo! How much time do we have? Black hole, petty, stupid, crazy place that we both mm -hmm. had the pleasure of living in. And so, um, but I, I got after this one girl because I was like, you know, here's the thing. She's in the beauty industry. Do you realize we don't pay full price for shit like that? Yeah. Also, you're in the beauty industry. Like, take care of yourself. Look good. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to wear a lot of makeup, wear hair extensions, wear lashes, stay in shape, like I'm trying to sell myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that was one of the rumors too. Like, so the first like press conference I did, someone had said that I was a millionaire. They had Googled my income, which is like not real. You can't Google someone's income. Um, they had Googled my income and I was yeah, a millionaire. $4 million or something. What? So it was like insane. And I was like, I maybe am. that's how much revenue my business is bringing. I don't take that fucking home. Oh, yeah, well, seriously, all six of them, by the way, not counting uh, payroll, like, I don't, don't even get me started. Oh my God. But then the next press conference, someone had commented, 
this exact thing. She didn't have lip injections her first press conference. So she obviously used her GoFundMe money to get lip, lip fillers. And I was like, wait, I thought I was a millionaire. So I'm a millionaire that can't afford my own lip injections. I have to not ask for GoFundMe money that Americans are giving to afford a $300 service that I actually get for free because I have an injectionist working at my salon. People, stick with an agenda. Yeah, just no. That's so stupid. I just love it now. I'm like so much stronger because of the cancel culture. And I'm like more secure about who I am. And I'm like, the fact that you can just find one feature about my face and just target that, I'm like, Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to make my lips bigger just so that to like be entertained by your comments. You're so pathetic. Yeah. I, one of the comments too is really funny. It was a dude and he was like, maybe those lip injections would do you some good. I don't get it. <laughs> to the person. Now I'm like, I, oh, oh. <laughs> I really do have to go though. Uh, I really, um, oh, we're having so much fun. I know. Yeah. I know. Things I have to, I have to work. God forbid. Wow. Look at you. We already talked about this. You should have just get unemployment. Yeah. That's what all the cool kids do. I know. All the cool kids are doing it. Then you could be up on a pedestal. Yeah. That sounds fun. I love to hang out in the great Everybody should strive to make 30 grand a year. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's better than nothing. All right. At least you're working. Okay. I have to go. Okay. Oh, by YouTube, terrified of this experience. Okay, um, maybe if you guys are still doing this in a few hours, I'll, I'll call back on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. 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 Is it there? Is this oh, there. There? Yeah, How do I get this yeah. thing? Oh, is still there. <laughs> I don't know how to leave. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah. Huh. LOL, you're welcome. Okay, bye. Krista, can you see how many people are watching? Um, not I'm really. guessing no one since we didn't promote this at all. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it really is. I sent it to a couple of people and I put it on Facebook. So we we'll should. See. I'm gonna post it on my Instagram. What's your um? Yeah. What's your? Um, you, here, uh, your I'll send yeah. you the link. How about that? Um, let's see. But if I'm gonna put on my story, it won't let me put a link, right? No. Um, but my. YouTube channel is just drunk politics. I would. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Story yet. Oh my gosh, it took me forever to write one thing. <laughs> All right, right now um, I'm live for the first time on YouTube, but I have Lindsey Graham with me. I'm tagging you. Yeah. Drunk. If you want to watch oh, us then um, just come on to my YouTube channel. I'm going to put the link, but there's also a link in my bio. Wait, drunk politics. Do you have a guy in an orange shirt? No. Mm-mm. Is it at drunk politics? For Instagram? Oh, no, it's just my name, the Crystal. Oh, okay. Yes. Post it. We'll see if we can get one follower, okay. <laughs> one people watching. I had a couple on earlier. I have <laughs> on Twitter too. It's actually 11 30. <clears throat> so most Republicans are working. 
Yeah, most Republicans. We work. might get a few libs jump on. Let's see if they want to make comments about my lips. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to tell a backstory for those yes. people that don't know that this is yes. why Krista and I have like such a camaraderie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We lived in Salem together. We were both salon owners and hairstylists just down the street from each other. And she was good friends with one of my family members. So I have spent a lot of time with Krista. I attended the grand opening of her salon, all her events. Um, She's just, she's been a part of my life for like, I don't know, 10 years now. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I opened my business, we actually, we were supposed to hate each other because of Salem drama. Mm -hmm. And so I thought she hated me and she thought I hated her. Mm -hmm. And then when I opened my salon, she had tried to, or she wanted to reach out to me. Right. I guess. But she was like, I don't want to make it awkward. Yeah. And I reached out to her because we had similar interests. We're both very loud, obnoxious conservatives and turns out we're both cool. So yeah. yeah, So we're back together. We're back together again. Yeah. God. Aren't you glad though, that at some, like, on some level, are you happy that this happened and you're not in Salem anymore? On every single possible level, <laughs> I am happy. I wouldn't go back. Like I've tried to run this scenario through because I, I don't know if you know this exactly, but um, my salon was the biggest one in the area. Like Salem, maybe going up towards Portland, yeah. 25 artists, um, 5,000 square feet, we were at the peak of our game when they closed us. Like I had just signed on a Botox girl and a, cos- and a cosmetic tattoo artist. And we had everything like there, if, if we had not shut down and things were just going normal in America, the way they were, I would be like in retirement mode. I would be, I'd be like, my life would just be smooth sailing. That salon was doing so, so, so well. Yeah. Now, even with the like even with um, a, the idea that if I could go back, um, what's this word I'm trying to think of? I can't think of it. If I could go back and have that salon back the way that it was and the government would never have shut us down, I still wouldn't do it. So I think about that too. I think about that too. Like if I could go back in time and like have the ending of my salon like be different, mm-hmm. would I? I wouldn't. Mm-mm. you'd be stuck in Salem there's so many people in Salem I love 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 yeah, all my patriots all my supporters mm-hmm. all my you know girls that have stood by me but Salem I thought it was so cool that Salem was small and everyone kind of knew everyone and that worked for me in business forever because I was yeah. so well known in Salem for yeah. my salon it was really helpful. but when they turn on you it's like uh hold on this is not really cool like you guys all respected me two months ago yeah. and now I'm a racist white supremacist, like yeah. just because of chatter. Yeah. Like I'm just Absolutely. reading stories online about me that are completely false, like completely made up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well now this is the story in Salem because everyone's who thinks they know me is telling it. And yeah, it's um, just kind of a cesspool. It is. It's a total yeah. cesspool. The it liberals really in it are a cesspool. How about that? Yeah. They, the liberals they are back definitely. off each other and they are destroying their own city. Oh, they are. Yeah, they are. And they don't care. They don't no. even see what they're doing. No, they don't. And What's weird is that when it, when it all comes crashing down, like they're, they're covered in homeless who are doing drugs. Their kids are now doing drugs because they're being sold drugs by homeless people. Yeah. 
Um, the government doesn't have any more money because they used it to bail everybody out because they closed everybody down for a year. They're going to wonder why things aren't being done to make their state beautiful. And they're going to literally not even realize that they're supposed to blame Kate Brown. They're going to, I don't know who they're going to blame. They're going to try to blame Republicans somehow. It's going to be like, it's always the Republicans fault. It's because we're not offering it. We don't offer enough services because the Republicans back. We're not paying enough taxes. Yeah. They they block it all. They block all the services. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. A Republican is going to get voted in for governor. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. Next terms 2022 or something. I hope so. And they're going to inherit Kate Brown's nightmare. And then the liberals are going to say, well, we have a Republican governor and she or he's not doing anything about this. And it's like, there's no money. Kate no. Brown spent it all giving you unemployment yeah. and spending $10,000 per weekend cleaning up homeless that they refuse to evict. You know, the homelessness in Portland is its own business. There are so many businesses and things wrapped around the homeless that I, I'm convinced there's a lot of people that don't want the problem to go away. Interesting. Expand. Yeah. What do you mean? So, like normal people don't want it to go away or? Yeah, the, the people, the normal people are fed up, but they also, you know, feel bad. And so fake compassion definitely drives the problem. You know, mm-hmm. we, they think by allowing them to do drugs and, and do the, all the things that that is doing them a favor. And it's not we know that. I mean, you might as well be sticking a needle in their arm, but there are so many organizations that are hired to clean up after this mess. And I was talking to someone who actually has a business that cleans up biohazard stuff. And he's like, you have no idea. There's, there's a huge industry in Portland with this. And they, they, there's a lot of people that don't want the problem to go away. Wow. And so it makes me think Well, the city council really like listens to about four people that like to go in and it's the same people that talk about this social justice and all this shit at the city council meetings and, you know, everybody else is at work and they don't attend. Yeah. We need to start, like we need to start being more involved and speaking up because that's the only way it's going to change. But the city council makes so many excuses and then the policies they put in place, it's like, it's almost like are you making money off of special interest or how is it? Right. And I really think that that's a lot of what it is. Yep. That sounds right. And that's something I never even thought of either was yeah. all of the, you know, and the more money those p- businesses make off of this, the more taxes they pay to the government. Yep. That's interesting. Never occurred to me. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs super well. I just know that everything since I moved to Portland. So no, I don't talk about it much, but I had a huge business loss and that's why I moved out of Salem. And ever since I moved out of Salem to Portland, like, I think it's been seven years now. Um, it, the deterioration of the city is just, it's insane. I used to go on runs by myself, like at 10 or 11 o'clock at night and feel safe. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel safe driving downtown anymore. Most of wow. the time during the day. Just because yeah. you don't know, like, you don't know if some crackhead is going to just walk out in front of your car and then you're liable. Right. And meth is, meth is a bad drug. Yep. Okay. And it makes a lot of people really aggressive. Crazy. And so yeah. 
I mean, I don't know if you've ever been like heckled or like um, followed by a meth addict, but it's not that great. It's not a, <laughs> not a very good time. And um, I, I don't recommend it, but the safety issue is not being addressed at all. Right. right. Well, and there's accountability to you as opposed to, to them. Like if you happen to drive through a riot, right. Or yeah. a protest that they're targeting people in cars, you yeah. can't even like pull a gun on them to protect yourself. They could be beating through your window, attempting to strangle you. And if you pull a gun, the cops are going to arrest you for bearing a firearm. I don't know. It's like, and it makes no sense. They're fine. None of the laws here make any sort of sense. None of them make sense. Not one, not one. And they all contradict each other. Wow. So I, I don't and that's, know. And that's Oregon. Like <laughs> that's Oregon because Oregon is ran by a democratic governor with democratic mayors who have yet to apparently suffer the real consequences of their actions. I know that mayor Wheeler, his house was targeted by Antifa, which was, yeah. I'm sorry, a little bit hilarious because he's sitting yeah. there funding them and encouraging them mm-hmm. and and condoning their behavior by saying that they have the right to protest and they have the right to speak, you know, their truth. And then his house gets targeted. Well, I'm like, that yeah. wasn't a sign his enough. Condo, his condo, one of many $800,000 condos, right? Like he was just one condo in a very large building of people that had to deal with his condo being targeted. Right. And, and I wonder, it, I are they pissed? Are they pissed? That he's... Yeah. yeah, they were. I mean, I don't think that they I don't think they could have been happy. And they broke into the businesses downstairs and set like a waiting chair and stuff on fire, like inside the business. What? That's so weird. And why? Would I don't understand that? the point of that, because even if I was a psycho leftist riding with Antifa. Yeah. If you've got the mayor saying, good job, keep it up, wouldn't you not want to target him because he's kind of your buddy? Yeah. So even if you're a psychopath, you can still do the math on that and be like, well, this guy's on our side. Yeah. Why are you attacking him? Yeah, why? It's, Krista, why in the world are we trying to understand their behavior? We can't, we won't understand. I think right now what, um, the Republican Party and what like moderates who think this is fucked up, what we need to focus on is solutions and taking back over. Because mm-hmm. really, this has happened because we've been completely complacent. And we've been the silent majority, you know, knowing that we're the silent majority and just bending over. And we need to stop doing that. Like we've elected officials that don't stand up for what is right, right. Mm-hmm. And we have this you know, probably 95% of our government needs to go. I'm convinced. The Republicans, Um, the Republicans, even that are claiming to be Republicans are wishy-washy about issues that are not wishy-washy. Yeah. Like um, maybe we do need to find out what happened with the election. Why are you backpedaling so much on it? Mm -hmm. This is crazy. We need to make sure that we're actually voting for that person. And I don't understand why you wouldn't just want to, let's just see. Right. Right. That doesn't make sense. But I really think like it's going to have to start. We're going to have to do big movements like going and protesting and stuff like that. It is what it is. But obviously, January 6th has proved that whatever we do, we're going to look like terrorists. So we need to like 
we need to be smarter and we need to make more of an impact. And so one of the things I think we can do to make an impact is there were 53.5 million kids enrolled in public school last year. Yank them, all of us, all of us, all simultaneously, all at the same time, all throughout the country, all of us do it, break up into pods in your community, homeschool your kids that way. Do you know how fast the public school system would be like, all right, maybe we'll compromise. They will collapse. They will, they will collapse. If we pull our kids, they won't be able to pay the teachers. Each kid is worth what? $15.5,000 on average. Wow. If 25 million kids were pulled out of public school, we need to take our kids' educations back because they are being brainwashed Mm -hmm. and indoctrinated. And that's what got us here. They got to the kids because really, do we think that Gen X and like late baby boomers really raised a bunch of pansies like on their own? No, no, Mm no, no, no. Subliminal messaging and what they watched. And then yep. also the schools and yep. the colleges they went to. I completely agree. Yep. Yeah. Um, what we need is some kind of huge, huge, huge organization, someone to lead up a nonprofit that will organize teacher pods, like what you're saying, parent pods, where five moms per pod, right? With however many kids they have, yep. and each mom takes a day. So the working yep. moms can still work yep. and they take the day that they don't work. Yep. It would be amazing. It would. It really would. And at some point, it's not even like a controlled thing. It's like, just get your kids out and like, yeah, do what you can for a while until we get this organized. But like, it's going to be better than critical race theory and take some hormones if you don't feel like being a girl. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, some states are outlawing critical race theory, but it doesn't matter. Like the underlying tone of the classroom Mm -hmm. is going to be whatever the teacher wants it to be. And there are so many crazy liberal teachers that are injecting their opinions into their classroom. I mean, the stuff Braden will come home and tell me, are you kidding me? And he's, you know, he's smart enough to talk to me about it. And I don't ever make him feel like you know, I try not to make him feel bad about anything. Just let's have an open discussion and I'll play devil's advocate and you can decide what you think. And mm-hmm. he's always like, mom, that makes no sense. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, but, but that doesn't mean that we need to send our kids to indoctrination camps. Right. I agree. I'm, I'm looking into private schools right now because I'm a terrible teacher. I couldn't, I could not homeschool. If someone else wanted to homeschool my kid, great. But um, I just, like the the mask thing down here. So our mask mandate has been lifted for businesses and for schools. And his school still wants to enforce masks for like the last month. That's child abuse. Yeah. I I have gone off on the principle on so many levels. And I'm like, you are single-handedly in charge of my child's health when I hand him over to you and you are not making wise choices. How can I trust you with his education if I can't even trust you with this tiny little detail? Yeah. The mask thing is so unfortunate because, you know, I was talking to my friend who's a doctor and uh, studies urology and he's like, this is the problem with masks is that we know now that um, asymptomatic people um, would be fine most of the time if they weren't wearing a mask. But what happens is if they're asymptomatic and they're sick at all, they're going to get a hundred times sicker because they have trapped all of the stuff inside of their nose and they're, and it has 
studies have shown it's gone into your brain and like it makes you that much more sick. So by masking us, they're actually like not letting us pass through. You are actually making yourself much more sick wearing a mask. I 100% believe that. Of course I do. 100%. Most people like wouldn't even know they were sick. That's why when you look at uh, the people in the hospital, guess what? Most of them, if they're in the hospital for COVID, we're 100% of the time mask wears. Wow. So someone I know um, who is a phlebotomist, well, she tests blood. So she's like kind of a naturopath, but whatever she does, she tests blood every day. Yeah. She told me that she can put two blood samples next to each other and tell who wears a mask and who doesn't because the mask wears blood has more bacteria in it, yeah. like a noticeable amount more bacteria. Yep. And this stuff doesn't even surprise me. I'm like, no. of course it does. Of it, course it does. I Have you ever stood outside at a barbecue and said something like, or laughed and you see all your spit come out, right? Yeah. With that is coming yeah. food particles, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. That's the stuff you're doing all day. And it's just sitting on the inside of your mask. And every time your mouth touches it, you're touching your hours old food particles and spit. Yeah. Of course you have more bacteria in your blood. So of course you're getting sicker. So disgusting. It's, it's so disgusting. If you think about it. Fucking sense people. Yep. This is common sense. You're not preventing anyone else from getting sick because of the size of the molecules and the mask. And, and I'm sick of the, the excuse of the doctors wear masks all day. No, they fucking don't. Well, and they're like, Dude, surgeons wear masks. They're cutting you open in a yeah. sterile environment. Do you want his pizza? And if they touch, yeah. And if they touch it, they have to replace it. And they have to replace them every 30 minutes. You're not replacing your mask every 30 minutes. So don't tell me that you're compared to a surgeon. It's Shut not the same. fuck up. It's so that is the most re- the arguments that liberals come up with. <laughs> they shock me the comparisons, you know? Oh, yeah. did you see? Oh my, I can't even, oh, I can't even get started. Just that one alone is like, okay, we're not all doctors. We're not performing open heart surgery in Walmart. No, nope. No, we should all have deductive reasoning skills though. And be able to think, Hmm, maybe breathing in my own bacteria all day that would just dissipate and not go to anyone else. Isn't a good idea. Right. Especially outside by yourself. Why? Why are you double masking outside by yourself? That that's the most alarming thing to me. Alarming. Like, okay, let's say, let's just pretend that I agree with the science. Okay. Okay. And the science that my mask protects you. The, the right. particles are coming out. They're floating in the air. Yeah. I don't want you to get it. I'm a, con- I'm a considerate person in this scenario. Yeah, such a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> if I believe that there is still no reason to be wearing it, like you're saying outside by yourself. No. So even if I believed it, that's, that's taking it to a level where you, you're, you're showing everyone around you. What do they call it? Where you're making yourself look like a good person. What is it? virtue signal yes your virtue signaling but what you're really doing is signaling that you're stupid yeah because no science in the world says wear a mask outside none of it none of it even if you believed every single ounce of it yeah no one no one and if they do then they're not very good scientists 
No, I'm having a hard time with my like subtle comments under my breath. They're starting oh, to get louder. Me too. It's <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. It's not going to yeah. be pretty soon. Yeah. Some Karen's going to punch me in the face. <laughs> know it. Lawsuit. Assault charge. Come sure, at me, girl. Punch me. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't recommend you doing that, but cool. That's fine. <laughs> my, my mouth is going to get me in trouble too. I can't even help myself anymore. And I stopped wearing a mask like everywhere. So, oh yeah, everywhere. Um, so yesterday, I try not to talk about who I'm talking about. Yeah. One of my family members was on the phone trying to book an appointment for a doctor. Okay. And she was on speakerphone and I walked in the room and they said, um, have you had the vaccine? And she goes, uh, no. And they're like, okay. So if you haven't had the vaccine, you have to get COVID tested um, and then um, isolate for seven days uh, prior to your appointment. And she goes, what? And what? I was like, the fuck? what? I'm like in the microphone speakerphone going, what? And she goes, you have to get the COVID test and then um, isolate for quarantine, quarantine for seven days. And I was, so I'm like, got the phone and I'm like, even if the test is negative, she's like, yes. And I'm like, you expect people to test, get right. a negative and then stay isolated for seven days. And she goes, yes. I go, uh, are you going to test her for AIDS too? Because you're going to refuse her health care because she may be ill. What else are you going to test her for? Are you going to test her for AIDS? Because what if she has AIDS? Are you not going to treat her? Like, let's talk about how stupid that is. What is the reasoning behind that? That makes I have no clue. This isn't even a surgery we're talking about. This is like a basic medical appointment. And I'm like, your job is to treat sick, pe sick people, but you won't treat sick people. That's so weird. And the, the she had to like pull the phone away. She's like, don't get me in trouble. I gotta go. But I was just like, that's yeah. insane that you think people are going to do that. And she's like, well, there's another option. You could get the quick test the day before. And I'm like, how do you say that? Your first instinct is to tell people to take a test and no matter what, stay at home for seven days. That's your first option. I just wanted, I also wanted her to just be like, screw you. No, I'm not coming. Like, you can't tell me. Right, I'm going to go somewhere else. Well, and she's going to have to pay for that test. Yeah. And it's the nose thing where they shove oh, that no. thing up your nose. I'm not shoving anything up my nose and touching my fucking brain. It's not happening. I don't trust it. I have do you had it done? Trust it. Have no. you had it done? Mm -mm. I haven't had a COVID test at all this whole time. And I'm not getting the vaccine. Good for you. I've had to have a COVID test because I went out of the country. So uh -huh. I had to get back to America. Oh yeah. 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 It's uh, it's pretty miserable. Yeah. I didn't yeah. tell that to my family member who just agreed to go get one, but I also like, I mean, just like the vaccine though, I don't trust it. No. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to, I got it because I went out of the country. I don't think I'm gonna go out of the country. No. Cause I'm not doing that again. You're put, you're putting something inside my body. What's on that stick? I don't know. On that fucking cotton swab. That's what I want to know. Where'd it come from? Yep. Is there COVID already on it? Yep. All those things go through my mind because I just don't trust what's going on right now. I don't either. Not at all. One and the fact that like, the fact that they know, they know there are people like us who are refusing. Yes. So they're going to start getting freaking trickier. Oh yeah. We have to yeah. be aware. They're going to start getting more tricky and more manipulative Mm -hmm. to try to get to those of us who are like, nope, don't think so. They're going to put it in something else or they're going to, they're going to disguise it as something else eventually. 
they are. They're going to. Or just continue to bribe people. Did you see the two yes. in Ohio? <laughs> so okay, so we'll get a million dollars. A million dollars. Get vaccinated. Um, so I'm not like too happy. I know I'm suing the state no. of Oregon and the governor and all that. And yeah, if anyone tries to like mask me, I'll sue them. But yeah. um, isn't that like kind of a discrimination lawsuit? Like you you can't tell people to win a million dollars in a raffle. They have to, they have to, first of all, reveal their medical history. Right. Sec- Cause that's HIPAA. Yeah. Second of all, you're, you're discriminating against me. I can't enter this raffle because you're not, because I refuse to perform a medical procedure that may or may not it be healthy. Alter my life forever. Yeah. That alters my DNA. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not interested in that. Mm-mm. No, I'm just not. No, I'm just not interested and good for you. I think honestly, I think it's amazing that they were able to get uh, emergency use, uh, use authorization. I think it's made a lot of, even if it is just the placebo effect, it's made a lot of people feel better that we're mentally ill to begin with because mm-hmm. they really were taking this seriously. And so if that's what we have to do to get back to normal, fine, whatever. If yeah. there's something nefarious going on, that's on you because you got it right. Right. Um, but we should not be forced to get something that isn't even FDA approved. And the fact that they're trying to hide that and that Facebook is taking stuff down about it and that so many people don't know that it is just an emergency use authorization is mind blowing. I had an argument with, well, kind of, I watched an argument. I don't try to have arguments with stupid people online, which is pretty much every liberal right now. Yeah. I watched her argue with someone who said he was never getting the vaccine And he said, he said exactly what you're saying. Like, why would I get something that's not FDA approved? And she goes, it's approved for, for, for uh, emergency purposes. And I'm like, you realize you just said that, right? That it's approved quickly and rapidly for an emergency that doesn't make it FDA approved. Like you're, you're making your own argument about why you shouldn't be getting it. Yeah. Because it's, it's so rushed out. It's approved only for, for emergency purposes. Well, this is not an emergency. You're not an emergency. You're going to survive COVID. 99.9% says. Yeah, 99.9. 99.9. Unless you have some sort of crazy. You know, here's the thing. They really need to audit all the deaths. We 500,000 people have not died from COVID. No, they They have not. They died with COVID. With COVID. That is totally different. That's 100% different. They took how we normally record like flu deaths and, and totally fucked it up. Mm -hmm. And then they, I mean, we haven't had any of those, that and the PCR tests, they shouldn't even have been used for that. Everything. There's no reason for them to be doing 35 to 47 cycles to find COVID. If it's that contagious, that literally makes zero sense. That's so insane. I'm, I just, as, as I talk to you and you're just, you make so much sense. It's, I just, every time we say something, I just think there, I feel really bad. There really are people out there that, that believed every single statistic that ran across their news screen. That's alarming to me. It's alarming. I understand the people in the medical profession that are falling for it. I really don't. I do not get it. Like you, but there's something every day and you do not see the problem here. Here's, here's what I've noticed too. My, like, I don't know how this is. I don't know how this is, but there is a line drawn between Democrat and Republican on this scenario, right? 
My Republican nurses are like, there's not that many cases. Our hospital's empty. Yeah. We're literally not seeing COVID patients. And then the, the Democrat nurse will share photos and videos of another hospital somewhere. The beds are full. We don't have enough merchandise. And I'm like, but is that your hospital? Is that your life every day? Or are you just sharing other people's videos? And like, how do you not realize that that's propaganda that you're feeding all on its own? You tell me today, how many, how many COVID patients you personally brought to life and like kept alive, you know, how many you even like diagnosed, right? But it's not, it's not about that. There's more cases in New York. And it's like, how is it that Republicans are so like alert, awake and aware and, and look at the facts and the data. And then Democrats can, can probably if they laid down in, at night in bed and, and told themselves, was that really true? Or did I just hope it was true? Or did I just share it because I believe that it's true? How did you not realize that since that wasn't actually your day, you don't have the authority to spread that information? Well, I don't know. I know. Mind-boggling question right there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you live with yourself, really. Mm -mm. I just don't. And I know that they feel the same way about us. You're killing people. Shut up. No, you are by masking them. Yeah. You are literally um, killing people that shouldn't have been sick in the first place. The beginning of me opening Glamour was, of course, like, you're going to kill people. Oh yeah. My sister, she died of COVID after she got her hair done there. I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you could prove that. You'd COVID be after I got Shut up. Um, <laughs> and like, so we never enforce masks at all. So right. from like the press conference, I would wear my mask for good show. I did not believe in them. Get back in the room. My client would say, I don't want you to wear that. So we'd take them off. So from May 5th, so a year ago to now, uh, Glamour just closed the end of March. We didn't wear masks that entire, that those entire like 10 months. And we did not have a single COVID case. <laughs> like not even trace the salon. Like none of my clients, none of my stylists ever said, by the way, I had COVID like between appointments, never, not even one case, not even like oh a cough, my God. not even a false alarm, let alone a death. So this entire, like you're a murderer is like, just so you know, I single-handedly helped create herd immunity in Salem. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome that you people are so aren't dying because I didn't obey. Good Lord. It's yeah. Not, yeah. But Cuomo is amazing, even though he, like, killed a million senior citizens. Yeah. 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 By shoving them all in the same place. Isn't there a law that says you can't write a book and you can't profit off, like, your crimes? So if he gets convicted of anything, his book, he can't, like, profit make profits off his book. That should have to be donated to the fucking- That would be to all the freaking seniors and victims' families. Yeah. Yeah. And the citizens of New York and all the business owners. All the business owners that he fucked over. Yep. Oh, you know what, Krista? Maybe you and I should run for president and vice president. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like, stat. (laughs) Vote for Lindsey Graham, except her lips are really big. (laughs) Vote for Lindsey's lips. (laughs) My favorite thing to do is just point out like whatever somebody's going to make fun of me about and just capitalize on it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I always like try to talk about my lips before they can talk about my lips. So like, yeah. we'll see if there's any comments on this YouTube. Like, yeah, you what can't, now you can't, now you can't comment on my lips because I've already made what fun of you. I'll smack you with my lips. <laughs>
Um, well, Krista's hair is long. I'll joke you with my hair. Her skin is beautiful and porcelain. Really white. I get a lot of comments about the shape of my face. When really? I yeah, because it's really square and you look like a dude. All right, fine. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, I well, like, I identify as a dude. Yeah, I'm a dude. I'm <sighs> having gender issues here. <laughs> Stupid. People are oh, so man. dumb. So Candace Owens might, uh, isn't she hinting at a run? She is. That'd be cool. She is. I'd vote for her. Yeah. I love how she's going after Chrissy Teigen right now. That girl is the worst person ever. Yeah, she is. She's like the walking, living, breathing Regina George. Ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I tried to like kind of creep on her Instagram, but I try not to follow people like that because they piss me off so bad. I'm just going to lose it. I don't follow her either. I've just read some of her tweets. Like sometimes people retweet her in my feed and stuff like that. And how is this person, first of all, Twitter, why is it okay to make sexual comments about children on your platform? I would really like somebody to comment on that. And I would really, really, really like somebody in Congress to address that because they're talking about all of this like censorship. Can we talk about this stuff that should be censored? Like mm-hmm. sexual comments towards minors. Like right. That. Um, like that. Freaking the like he's a writer or an artist at Disney, Jack something. Yeah. Dude, and he's made so many blatant, nasty yeah. pedophilia comments. Disgusting. That leave, like, they're not innuendos. There's no doubt what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And he gets away with it. Yeah. We need to, like, I don't really believe in cancel culture, obviously. But there are some things that are not fucking acceptable. And pedophilia is one of them. And the... the the notion that there are some people out there that want to normalize it because it's just a sexual orientation and they can't help it. Those people need to take a flying leap. Yep. How about the fact that like, I went to the Capitol on January 6th. So I'm an insurrectionist and everyone's like tagging the FBI in my post. And I'm like, Oh my my gosh. So if the FBI is going to like look at Instagrams and be like, all right, yep. She was there. Let's go visit her house. How come they're not like, all right, this Disney dude is actually talking about pedophilia on a public social, right? That's That's proof. You put it out on the public platform. We're going to, we're going to come raid your house. Don't make comments like that. I bet you we raid your house. We're going to find pedophilia. And then maybe even if we don't, you'll shut the hell up. Maybe. (laughs) Where's the consequences? This is, I've been saying this for the last year. There are no consequences for liberals. None. But there are consequences day and night for Republicans. Cancel yeah. culture, actual police action, actual legal ramifications for conservatives who speak up about moral objects, and no consequences for any Democrat like Maxine Waters, who actually incites what? violence, right? Oh my God. She does. And she's just sitting pretty. Well, Trump, at his speech in January 6th, he said nothing about violence, nothing. And they tried to like, they tried so hard to like, copy and paste his speech and make it look like if you said all these things together, but they were all said 10 minutes apart that he incited violence and they couldn't even do that. They couldn't even copy and paste no. violence, no. but yet he's once again, a, a incites violence. He's a racist. He's a white supremacist. All of his followers are, we're a cult. There is literally no consequence for any Democrat, no matter what they do. No, there's also no personal responsibility. Hey guys, how about this is your fucking fault because you push these business owners and these like regular citizens over the fucking edge. 
how about you take some responsibility? Also, I'm sorry, you're the capital is the one that should be stormed. If we're going to storm anything, you think it's okay for a hundred days straight for like basic like home bombs to be going off in downtown Portland and the the officers there to be abused. But now all of a sudden the Capitol police officers matter. None of it makes sense. No, no. If we're angry about something, you're the ones that make the rules and that we have, you know, that should be following the constitution, but you're not like we need our civil liberties. You're the ones you, this is your fault. How about you take a big look on the inside, everybody in government? Yep, I agree. This isn't Trump's fault. I we this you know there are some people for literally everything. They what? It's just easy to blame him for literally everything, so they don't have to take any personal responsibility. Right. Um, even though I was not a capital stormer, I was just a bystander. Just mm-hmm. um, I just and I don't obviously condone. I think that there is going to be a time where storming the Capitol is going to actually probably happen for real. Yeah. Because people are pissed. Um, but I'm with you. I'm like, some people are at the edge. They are at the yeah. edge. I am lucky yeah. and blessed that I came out of the closure the way I did because I opened up. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people have lost everything. Yeah. You bet they're a little bit psycho. You yeah. bet they are, and they're you pissed. Bet, you bet, your, you bet your ass they are. So they're lucky that not a lot more happened at the Capitol. Yeah. Like I'm saying, yeah. I didn't wish anything would happen. Yeah. But we're lucky that patriots actually have a moral conscience. There were patriots there. I saw with my own eyes trying to push yeah. other patriots off of the Capitol police. Like, no, this, yeah. this is not why we're here. Yeah. We actually want to peacefully protest. Yeah. I saw men jumping in front of gas, you know, tear gas to stop patriots from trying to like break the windows. I still think Antifa was planted there. Oh, they totally not were. They otherwise. totally were. I, they totally were. I mean, anybody that says that they weren't is stupid. All you have to do is watch the videos and compare it to the exact same tactics they use here that yep. we watch all the time. Like, yep. of course they were there instigating it. Yeah, and there's video, but guess what? <laughs> Every single patriot that posted a video of the insurrection was their Instagram was deleted, not even the post. Like their, in, my Instagram was deleted completely. All my followers gone, all my can't content people gone. people knowing the truth now, can we? Yep, can't have that. So instead of even just trying to like censor us and censor every post and like fact checking, they're just like, nope, you just can't talk because you're showing videos of Antifa actually pulling up to the Capitol and getting out of white vans and slapping Trump stickers on their helmets. Like that's all they had, all the Trump stuff they had on. Like crooked even. I'm like, they just slapped that on really quick. It's just insane. But but my point was nothing, there's a lot more that could have happened that capital oh, yeah. with how much they have oppressed the American people. Mm-hmm. And I am terrified that if they keep doing this crap, there are people that are gonna absolutely lose their mind yeah. and some very bad yeah. things are gonna happen. Psychologically pushing people over the edge. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they're being, the right, there's there's people on the right that are being triggered just like there's people on the extreme left that have been completely triggered, mm-hmm. you know? And so, just, yeah. And but all the blame is going over here. Of course, yeah. Domestic terrorism, but you're not calling Antifa domestic terrorists. That makes no sense. No. Every time I hear Christopher Ray speak, I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> I can't with him. He's the worst. 
well, no, well, uh, like, do you know anything? Do you even know There's what you're talking about? There's only two options, you're asshole. You either don't know what you're talking about or you're in on it. Mm-hmm. There's no in between because you obviously are either not doing your job because it's real easy to track down these people. You're either not doing your job or you're organizing it. Right. Yeah. Or you're being paid off to ignore it. Yeah. Yep. If you're too stupid to figure this out, that's a problem. And if you're helping with it, that's a problem too. <laughs> My opinion. Oh, yeah. So I don't know, but taking action is something that needs to happen because I really think we do need to avoid a, a larger form of storming. A civil war that's coming. Yeah. A lot of people ask that, like, do you think there's going to be a civil war? I don't know. I, I don't know. But I think that if we continue to like do nothing, then there will be. Do you know what I think? Just this right this second. I like to talk off the top of my head, which doesn't always work for me, but I think that civil war is going to look very different than what, of course, the civil war looked like. It's not going to be, all right, here's one side and here's another. Everybody get your guns. We're going to fight. It's actually going to just, it's already happening, I think, Yeah. slowly. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to happen in doses and it's going to get more extreme. And I think the media knows that. And I don't know why in the world they'd want to push that because their family's going to die too. But this is what a civil war looks like in 2021, as opposed to, don't ask me when the civil war was. Um, It's just more gradual. It's a little bit more passive, but it's exactly what a war is. It's two sides who now completely can't compromise, completely stand their ground. And they are now taking to each other on the streets. And we see that on YouTube. We see it on Instagram. It's not just I've got my Barrett and you've got yours and we're going to march with our leader. Like it's just the people are creating their own civil war. Yeah. So is it going to happen? Yes. I think it's actually already happening. Mm-hmm. I do totally agree. I, I honestly think that there has been a war like on America for a long time. Mm-hmm. So not only do we have this civil peace going, but I think that we actually have been in a war for a while. We just don't see it. I mean, look at how many cyber attacks have been going on. Um, like not even just with the elections, but what, what happened right before the elections mm-hmm. with I, who knows how long the Chinese government was staring at our shit, you know? And right. um, now with the pipeline, who knows what that was all about. Um, but, but there's been an ideology war and it, it, we've been, it's like been a slow burn mm-hmm. and we're seeing it come to a head. Yep. It's really weird because... <sighs> I don't even, I don't even think it was like really that existent during Obama because we are kind of, we really are the tolerant passive party. That's why we're getting trampled all over and walked all over because we don't do what the lefts do, which is take up in arms and like burn buildings. Yeah. We weren't like, you know, like started, I think with Trump because they didn't get their way and they did not like that someone was standing up against them and their immoral, irregular, disgusting, unethical beliefs. Yeah. So I think that's when it started, unfortunately, is when Trump took office because little cr- little sissy pants didn't get their way and they were starting to get a dose of like, oh, what happens if Republicans actually stand up for what they believe in? Yeah, totally. Yep. 100%. I, they don't know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> uh, neither do they. No, they, they just don't. They, don't. they don't know what the kind of can of worms they opened. So... It'll be interesting to see how it all works out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Probably but. not going to be interesting. Yep. It's probably going to be sucky, but. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. Well, everyone's going to move to Texas. Everybody's going to move to Texas. Or Texas Florida. and Florida. Yep. Yeah. Texas and Florida. Pretty awesome. There are other governors that are kind of waking up a little bit, but mm-hmm. by far the less brainwashed people are in Texas and Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Lindsay, tell us mm-hmm. where, tell us the, like when your book's coming out, when we can get it, where, and where to find you. Okay. Oh, so yeah. My book is called Targeted, One Mom's Fight for Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the.patriot.barbie. Um, I have another one that's the.lindsay.gram. So you can follow both. I just kind of do a little bit of different stuff on each one. Um, the book should be coming out. We are entertaining publishing offers right now. And we don't know which publisher we're going to go with, but it should be coming out in fall this year. And yeah, so um, I don't know where I'm going to sell it yet. (laughs) There's a like really big part of me that doesn't even want to sell it on Amazon just to like stick it to them, you know? Yeah. For sure. You can buy it on my website. I will for sure have it on my website, patriotbarbie.com. Yeah, you can buy Um, a shirt too if you want. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, and I'm actually going to sign, I'm going to sell signed autographed copies. On the so yeah. Yay. Um, and then I'll be organizing actually book signings probably in Oregon a little bit, cause that's a lot of where my supporters are. So I'm going to find someone that'll do a book signing in uh, Salem, awesome. um, probably the end of the year. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye out for it. If you follow me on Instagram, that's where you're going to see that it's launching first when we first find who our publisher is. And then uh, my website kind of has my lawsuit, update on my lawsuit, update on the book, kind of update on everything I'm doing. So awesome. Cool. Yay. Well, thanks for being on our show. You're welcome. Going live with me for the first time. (laughs) We don't have any viewers. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Um, So we'll have you back on. And I really do think that we should kind of expand on like solutions. Okay. Yeah. Next, next podcast is solutions. Solutions. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.